Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We'll turn Manhattan into an Isle of The fantastic voice there of Ella Fitzgerald. You're listening to The Arts House on Cork's 96FM and C103. And I'm joined by a number of guests and we've all been having the most brilliant chat uh, related a little bit to the fact that we were just uh, mentioning Ella Fitzgerald there. So live in studio, it is a pleasure to welcome Brenda Lynch, Karen Roberts, um, sorry, Karen Ray, <laughs> Adriana Deneen and Jim O'Mahony and Jean Van Sinderenau. We're having trouble there with the microphone, but it's grand, lads. Move your heads rather than the mic and we'll be fine. You're all so welcome into studio this morning to chat about a fantastic play which is opening this week in the Cork Arts Theatre. It's called The Wisdom of Eve. But just before we kind of get stuck into talking about that, we were saying there, Ella Fitzgerald, imagine Jim having heard her in the Jazz Festival in Cork. Like She was one of the big, massive Hollywood greats, you know, as well as music greats that came. Amazing, wasn't it? 1980, she came, she gave two See, performances. It was incredible. I was only in short pants yeah, then, like, I, sorry, you know, yeah, exactly. I was pretty much the same, yeah. pretty much the same. <laughs> but when you think back on who's been here in the last 45 years, yeah. it's been amazing. We had uh, Mel Torme, we've had George Shearing, we've had Buddy Rich, who was uh, Frank Sinatra's drummer from Tommy Dorsey era. It's an unbelievable legacy of, of artists from the last 45 years. So, And yeah, isn't it amazing. fantastic now that we have this legacy where we are now sending our jazz musicians out across the yeah world, you know, yeah. and uh, that's partly, I suppose, one of the legacies of the Jazz Festival in all of those decades, it, uh, what it, it has fostered. Yeah. And Cork is so strong jazz-wise at the moment. Leisha Leahy is doing some great concerts. We were talking to her on the show last, last weekend. Week, yeah. And of course, Paul Dunley flying all yeah. over the world, playing yeah. and everything. I know. Exactly, exactly. But we were saying that when Ella Fitzgerald was here, I said, by the way, did you know that Kay Ray Malone was her babysitter, I guess, really, when she was here for that jazz festival? And Kay Ray's niece is here. And I had totally, totally, totally forgotten that particular connection, Karen, between yourself and Kay Ray. Yeah, um, I didn't know about the babysitting Ella Fitzgerald. As the <laughs> Kay was, um, had so many stories. I think that there's always things that would fall through the, uh, the radar, but um, my God, that's something to be fascinated by. She was the, the secretary of the Cork Jazz Society, I presume, at that time. So that makes sense that yeah, she would that have, she been, would have uh, been there, the heart and soul of it all. And having the personality 
to oh, take, you 100%. know, somebody and, and to manage, the, you know, the big egos and the big, you know, <laughs> celebrities that would have been flying in and out. But all of you are here, um, not with your egos, but with major personalities <laughs> chatting about uh, the next play from the UCC players. Now, this is just to kind of make a demarcation line for people. UCC Dramat is a different society within the university for students of the drama and theatre studies and various other courses who enjoy. But the UCC players, you're all kind of staff and mm-hmm. everything like that right the way around the university, isn't it, Jean? That's right. Yeah. Um, it was established, I'm just trying to think, it was established by Finola Doyle O'Neill in 2014. And it really is for staff and, and, you know, alumni, people associated with the university who want to be involved. And we put a performance on at least one per year. And we've done some very interesting ones, including uh, Murder for the, po- uh, um, Witness for the Prosecution, um, which we performed in the courthouse a number of years ago. And now in the next Next week, directed by Brenda Lynch, we're doing The Wisdom of Eve. So The Wisdom of Eve is based, you could say, on All About Eve, the movie that starred Betty Davis and Anne Baxter in 1950. Sorry, can we just ask people again to very, listen very carefully to <laughs> who starred in that movie years ago? Betty Davis <coughs> and Anne Baxter <coughs> and, and, and others. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was interesting because um, Mary Orr wrote a story and published it in, in Cosmopolitan in 1948. And it was a three-page short story which was bought by 20th Century Fox for $5,000. Now, that was a lot of money in the day. And they then created the, the screenplay which became the movie um, All About Eve. And Mary Orr did not get a credit. Oh, wow. In the movie. So subsequent to that, she wrote the play. And the play is called The Wisdom of Eve. So anybody who remembers the film and loved the film and so on, really, I think, should, well, consider coming to see this because this is the work of the woman who was the mind and the voice behind what became the great success and without her having been acknowledged in it. Wow. And they say, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Brenda, but um, I think um, All About Eve is the only film subsequent to Titanic Mm. to have been nominated for so many Academy Awards. Is it really? Yeah, it has 14 uh, nominations and all four actresses received Oscar nominations. I think it's the only film ever to have four actresses nominated across Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. Now, they didn't win. I think they probably split votes in those categories, but there's never been the same success for actresses in a film. But I think it's kind of about the whole story, the interplay between the characters and what people can relate to it. Even if you're not in mm-hmm. theatre or movies or anything like that, everyone can relate to their time passing and the next yes. generation coming up behind you and mm-hmm. uh, maybe somebody usurping your position in a, something that you felt was your metier or your area of strength or yeah. and, and egos, you know, and how we all yes. feel about ourselves and everything. And, you know, there's so many different layers to the mix of this story. There is. It obviously takes place in a very dramatic setting. It is uh, the, the play predominantly takes place in Margot's dressing room. So it's, it's where Margot lets out her biggest ego, I think. But we've, uh, myself and Jean and um, the others have had discussions before. You could transfer this into absolutely any industry, um, particularly for women. And the way in which women have to contend with getting older, uh, how age works against them in industries that it doesn't for men. Um, so it's it's still relevant even to this day. Like you can watch the film and the, the dynamics um, are identical. You could transport it into 2023, even though the film was 1950. Um, so we've kind of done the same. 
yeah play. but but uh, it, issues I guess for women which are as contemporary now as they would have been mm. then and, and you know it's so um, when I look back at myself and I starting my kind of own work life in my early 20s looking at we'll say in a staff room women who were only in their 30s maybe talking about you know planning weddings or yeah. buying houses and I thought oh my god they're all so ancient I have nothing in common with these old people and you know it's funny isn't it but they often uh, another guy I used to work with used to say youth is wasted on the young that kind of old cliche and it is true mm-hmm. we don't appreciate it when we have it but then there is that sort of extra edge which comes into it sometimes for women and oh yeah Jean I was going to say do you know what's interesting about that Elmarie and considering Betty Davis yeah. she starred in movies right up into her late 70s so as a woman and I think that the great thing about her is that she did not care how she looked now she and she was always willing to take on the courageous role have her hair shaved to be Elizabeth the first or whatever and that differentiated her during the golden era of Hollywood she didn't care if she wasn't shown so very beautifully but nonetheless the idea exactly as we're talking about as she was aging um, she was feeling that she was getting less relevant but I think I'm quite optimistic now about the role of the woman as she ages um, because there are some amazing roles now coming out for older women and and why not because the world is full up of older men and old women yeah. and the and the film and theatre tells the story of life. So you can't tell the story of life by ignoring half of it. <laughs> For sure. And Adriana, your character in this of Karen, uh, you kind of have a, a narration, a sort of a tying role to play in this? Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm telling the story and I'm, my character is also the real person in it. She's not a successful actress and she's married to the playwright so she funnels the money into it but she's the real person. She she, she links all the relationships and and I, I always have to be careful what I say because Brenda wouldn't be happy with me but um, because there's a, you know, a little bit of manipulation and there's hurt and Karen is a a real person, a good person who doesn't necessarily make the right decisions. So you can relate to her. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's, she's not the obvious character, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, very so, much so. Yeah, she's, she's the understated character. But if you listen to her and watch her, she's the real person and in the, in in the play. Her actions have the fundamental, um, yes. you know, impact on yeah. all of the other characters. It's yes. what your character does exactly. changes the entire dynamic, isn't it? And yes. we can't say what that is exactly. without spoiling it for people, so we don't have any spoilers. Uh, so you are playing Karen, yes. Adriana, but Karen, <laughs> you are playing uh, the titular Eve. This has been an issue. Yeah, sure, I know. <laughs> it's bound to be. Yeah, yeah so that's the Karen Roberts character. <laughs> it's, it's Adriana, and I'm Karen. Yes. Um, so this has been a completely uh, different role for me, and um, thanks, Brenda. Probably the most challenging role I've ever done. Uh, it's uh, it's satisfying to play a, a sinister, villainous kind of character, um, but getting there in a nuanced way is is quite tricky so uh, it's been fantastic and um uh, eve eve is just um you know when we were when we were in rehearsals um you can kind of feel that kind of stairway of deceit kind of building and you know it's it's i love as we get 
more and more into the second half of the of the play and um and I think all the characters colors and revelations are just that much more kind of crystallized so it's been great um bouncing off Jean and Adriana and uh, and and Jim as well again so um, yeah and Brenda has just been unbelievable her hawkeye direct I think why are you not on the stage yourself because she gets it so much <laughs> well so, isn't it great yeah, to have yeah. that kind of a dynamic I mean can I just kind of do a quick scattered going like what are you all involved in in UCC because none of you are in uh, drama or theatre studies as students like I said this you're all staff or working or in some way associated with the university yeah so I Brenda. was predominantly with the School of Public Health in UCC I've since jumped ship to MTU but we always said the UCC players is like Hotel California <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can yeah. check out you can never leave um, so I still have some connections mm-hmm. with UCC through the School of Public Health um, but I am MTU Management and Enterprise I'm an economist by day and a frustrated director by night I love it <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're not too frustrated or maybe I should say frustrated economist <laughs> <laughs> aren't all economists frustrated <laughs> really it's yeah. all level yeah, <laughs> what about you Karen then um, so yeah by day uh, I'm um, I'm a lecturer in planning and sustainable development so completely different before I go into the phone box and yes. turn around and come out <laughs> as, as Eve Harrington in the evening so that is yeah. fairly class and Adriana then for yourself yeah I work in the alumni and development office and uh, supporting the development uh, team bringing in the non-exchequer funding into the university so it's quite different and I'm very happy to go into that phone box as well in the evening and spin around <gasps> and come out as somebody different <laughs> Absolutely. And Jim, of course, we've hardly talked to you so far yet that's, about that's the actual fine. role I'm, I'm in the play. I'm completely outnumbered here. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to the, to the, to the chat. Uh, I went to UCC for two weeks work placement uh, many, many years ago. And, <laughs> that's uh, your connection. I spent 15 years there afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so I left in 2005 and have been happily out in MTU since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but lots of connections back into UCC, both work-wise and theatre. And it's just a joy, yeah, to have both institutions uh, so nearby and and so collaborative. Yes, isn't it? Yeah, like we, yeah. That is fantastic. And I, mean, I know by day as well, your head is full of science, yeah. uh, for sure. Yeah, too <laughs> full sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and Jean, of course, you have another. I can't, can never kind of describe what it is that you're doing. <laughs> um, so, Elmarie, my, my, my title is I'm Associate Vice President with Responsibility for European Relations and Public Affairs. But I come from... A family, my grandmother lectured in UCC for 36 years and her father, my great Great grandfather, was on the governing body of the university. And his brother was the first professor of what's called jurisprudence in the university. So we go back through the law line a very long way through um, um, through UCC, my mother's family as well. But that's where the long lineage. But what I'm very proud of is it was my grandmother. You know, a woman at yes. a time when it was not popular to be in the world of academia. And um, she lectured in histology. Her name was Mary Law. And she apparently had a fabulous character. And um, and a lot of people who graduated through medicine would know her as, as, as Mrs. Law. Um, she had done a master's degree. And then her daughter... Um, studied biochemistry and did a PhD and then I came along and, and third generation female scientist and so yeah very proud of that and that's what I do by day what a fantastic connection down through the yeah. generations with the college very wedded to the university really yeah. yes yeah I, truly truly yeah. but like what I love is the fact that you're representative of staff that come mm-hmm. from so many different disciplines and various associations down through the years but 
theatre, drama and the love of performing and creating is what brings you together and every single production you've done is different. You've set mm. them obviously in the court, you've set them in the Isle of Max, you've set them in various theatres and now here we are this week again back to the Cork Arts Theatre for this one. Jim, we've been talking I suppose predominantly about the femaleness and the relationships that but it's, it's not a completely female cast. No, it's not. There is a, there, there's a few, I was going to say token men, but I can't say that. Cause they, they, play, yeah, they, play, they play very, very important roles there. Yeah, I was thinking on the way up there, yeah, the men have a very kind of straightforward role in this, um, in that um, Mike, who plays Lloyd, is the, is the playwright, and all he's interested in is just getting his plays written and getting Margot to play the part. My role as, as Margot's husband, uh, Clement, is to be the exact opposite, because Margot's character is very um, erratic and unpredictable <laughs> and spontaneous, <laughs> and my job to Sounds like myself and Connor, yeah. really. <laughs> I, I was just thinking the same thing. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's like life imitating art. Yeah, I uh, don't know. I can say that, but you can't say. That. <laughs> I'm talking about our, our, our relationship. All right, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Good, good brave. catch. Yeah, good catch. That brave. Uh, so my job is to clean up and make sure we keep things on an even keel. Um, yeah. Keep. I'm always looking at the bottom line to make sure the production uh, runs accordingly and that Margot doesn't disrupt things too much and bringing outsiders into the cast. And, He's and driven kinda, by money. Yeah, driven by money completely in the play that's the that's his his role yeah. well theatre is driven by tickets and uh, you're very generously going to give away a pair of tickets right now so Brenda yes. you're directing I'm going to give you the uh, the job of telling the listeners what the question is this morning Perfect. if they would like to win a pair of tickets for Thursday night for Thursday night yeah so we're going to keep it very straightforward um, so to name one of the actresses from the film All About Eve okay um, which, of course, was based on the original story by Mary Orr, for which she did not receive the credit, and hence this incredibly rich, rich play. Um, Adriana, your particular role, as you said, is kind of like the real character and the real person. Um, but, you know, this, I suppose, crunch thing that you do, this meddling little thing that you do in the middle that switches the whole the whole action. We can't quite uh, give it away. Um, but like, how much do you love this particular character and having that kind of relish of mischief? Yeah, well, first of all, it's been a challenge to play her because you've got to get the balance right. So um, she's quite um, subtle in in some of her things. But um, yeah. It's 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 been fun because she's coming from a good place. Her motives are driven by love and um, loyalty. And in the end, you can see where the loyalty wins. And again, I can't say um, <laughs> who's been loyal to who. But um, again, it's down to relationships. And that's what I love about this. It's relationships between a man and a woman it's relationships between friends and it's the relationship with your ambition i mean margo was driven by her ambition karen um is very supportive of her husband she's got her own motives eve is driven by her ambition she's just got one target so it's what drives us all and we're all driven by something and Sometimes you might make a little mistake because you're blinded by what you feel is your loyalty. So we'll say no more. <laughs> <laughs> well, if people want to find out more, they have to go to the Cork Arts exactly. Theatre. First of all, the website, corkartstheatre.com, has all of the booking details. But if you'd like to be in with a chance to win those tickets for Thursday night, then you can text to WhatsApp to 0833 96 96 96. And Brenda's question simply is, name one of the famous actresses from the film version of this story, All About Eve. And 
we'll put you in the draw before 10. In the meantime, guys, thank you so much and thank congratulations you. to the UCC thank players. You. An incredible, incredible um, production once again. But Jim, one of the reasons I kind of forced your hand in coming in this morning with all the women is because, of course, I imagine you're also singing this weekend for I'm the jazz. Do, doing a bit, Anne-Marie. I was in Carrigaline Court last night. I'm um, in the Kingsley at 12 today. Uh, so yeah, it's a great. It's always a, a joy to sing. I, I sing jazz every weekend. I'm very lucky. You do sing yeah, and play. So, uh, I'm very, very lucky. And I'm going to make you sing this morning. Delighted. So let's yeah, all yeah, push delighted. back and let's yield yeah. the floor to the incredible voice that is Jim O'Mahony. Um, I know so many of us have listened to and enjoyed his production. Um, telling the story of Frank Sinatra and so it's not surprising that he's chosen a Sinatra tack today. It is, it is Halloween after all. <laughs> Those fingers in my hair That sly come hither stare That strips my conscience bare It's witchcraft And I've got no defense for it The heat is too intense for it What good would common sense for it do? Cause it's witchcraft Wicked witchcraft And although I know It's strictly taboo When you arouse the need in me My heart says yes indeed in me Proceed with what you're leading me to It's such an ancient pitch But one that I never switch Cause there's no nicer witch than you It's witchcraft That crazy witchcraft And although I know It's strictly taboo When you arouse the need in me My heart says yes indeed in me Proceed with what you're leading me to It's such an ancient pitch But one that I never switch Cause there's no nicer witch than you
Tim, it's rare we have a full audience in studio to do the Thank proper Bula Boss. Rent a crowd. Now listen, to just switch that on, hopped up, fair play to you. That was fantastic. Thanks, and enjoy so the rest of your jazz gigs Thank you. for the weekend. Thank the you. answers are coming in hot and fast on the text and the WhatsApps for 0833 96 96 96 to name one of the actresses in All About Eve. But the wisdom of Eve opens in the Cork Arts Theatre on Wednesday.